0: Welcome to the Liverpool Way podcast. We're coming to you right after a 2-1 defeat at Brighton in the FA Cup. An injury time winner from the brilliant Karouma Matoma saw the Seagulls pinch the red chi- Reds chips once again. We led through Harvey Elliott and had the moments in a much improved display compared to the morning on the south coast a couple of weeks ago, but the home side finished strongest and hence we've lost our grip on the FA Cup. I'm Chris Smith and to chat through this one I've got Julian Richards and Ian Brown. Dave's not feeling very well and we can't imagine that's made him feel any better. Um, Brownie. This season just feels like one kick in the nuts after another. Uh, Your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, really painful loss, that one. I mean, what the final whistle was less than 10 minutes ago. Fucking really pissed off about that. Um, Could have gone either way, couldn't it, in the second half? I I was actually quite happy with what, what we were doing. I thought there was some really good signs, some glimpses of us getting back to our old selves, but it was on a knife edge and it could go either way. How many games have we had like that over the last few years where we've got over the line and you don't necessarily then end up talking too much about the game itself. You're just talking about a winning run. But when things aren't going for you, you lose those games. It's simple as that. Brighton are in a good run um, and they've got over the line purely because of that. But it's just so frustrating. So frustrating because, as I say, like we were well in that game. It was a massive improvement on what happened two weeks ago, but let's face it, couldn't be any worse, could it? So I don't think we need to necessarily go too over the top about that. Um, but we've lost them without the cup so it's really difficult to sit here and think of too many positives isn't it
0: mm-hmm, absolutely I mean Jules just before we came on air um, we were saying that I've, personally this hurts me more than the one did a couple of weeks ago like a couple of weeks ago we were well beaten and it really felt like a low point from which things could only get better um, but I thought we played quite well in, in this game in various stages as Brownie said there and I um, Quite unlucky to concede that equaliser after we went ahead, and had some good moments in in both halves where we could have we could have made it tell, but didn't. This one just uh, really really stings.
2: Which one's worse? Uh, 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 losing three 0 comprehensively or getting beaten in the ninetieth ninety second minute? I think they're both as bad as each other. They're both symptoms of a misfiring, out of form, low on confidence team um i don't think one's any better than the other we're like putting these little tentative steps together like oh just take a little step it's like it's like someone who's like you know been paralyzed and learning to walk again and we're like oh we took a little step oh great we are we took a little step and then inevitably we fall over and it's like well well done that's those little steps were pointless you made it 10 centimeters well done and we're still we're still in the same boat we're not we're not we're not solid in, in defense despite klopp saying he wants to be more compact we're not still not that solid in defense and then we are playing like like me when i tried to play michael owen's world league soccer 98 on the playstation when i didn't know the buttons and this the game wasn't very good and i'm just like passing it out of play and like lashing it over the bar and not getting shots on and not scoring goals and in the end i lashed the pad then I mean, we fuck this and put actual soccer back on because that's how we we just it's all it, and then it's like so fragile so you know like like glass blowing. Oh look, we 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 we're making our way back. We're not making our way back. This season is going to be like this until it gets to the end, and then hopefully, hopefully we'll we'll work something out in the off season. We'll sign some players. We'll freshen up the team, and we'll get the old uh, usher eye of the tiger back, and we'll start to we'll start to look like we want it, want it again because it's all so jaded. It's just so so jaded and and tiring and oh. I'm, I'm bored of watching it now. I'm, I mean, th- this is what happens when you do a part straight after the game, right? T- your emotions mm-hmm. are at their most raw. And then someone will listen to this on their commute on Monday or Tuesday and they'll go, well, pushes their glasses up their nose. I think you were actually rather harsh and don't care right now. Pissed off right now. <laughs> Annoyed right now, uh, furious that we've allowed ourselves to get into this position right now by not strengthening, not evolving the team when we needed to. And this is the net result. We're looking at like positives, like Bacetis has played, you know, he's doing all right. And we're going, that's the positive. He was never the plan this season. Never the plan. It's a happy coincidence and bit of luck that he's like come in and done all right. But the, he wasn't a plan because no one predicted Fabinho would fall off a cliff like that. No one saw that coming. No one saw Henderson getting too old. What, no one saw that maybe Thiago sometimes needs is not very is injury prone. Doesn't play him. No one saw all this coming. I'm not having that. No one saw all of this coming. Maybe the Fabinho one because that's sensational. How far he's fallen off the cliff. Just he should have been red
1: carded today. Can I don't... we talk about him whilst we're on the subject? Cause well, it, we is the words, it is a Sunday. It is a
2: Sunday. Of we saying. do eat Sunday dinners, so it's appropriate that we talk about Fabinho <laughs> after after a roast
1: dinner. Absolutely, you go he, ahead.
0: He was on the pitch for ten minutes, and he was still somehow to be was our worst player on the day. <laughs> he was an absolute
1: <laughs> disgrace. Like I was in the group chat saying, "Can we sub him off?" And I wasn't even fucking joking to be honest with you how he's got away with that challenge by the way it's one of the most clear Mm -hmm. red cards you'll ever see it was a shocker of a challenge and he looked at it didn't he for like a couple of seconds while the lad's down injured with his fucking leg hanging off absolute disgrace that really bad I mean his first touch as well that he had just bounced about 10 yards away from him he looked like Derek out didn't he on a bad day I don't know what he was playing at like to, to be fair, we need to talk about the subs in general because when Thiago went off, I wasn't that bothered because I thought he was poor. He was doing me head in. But in hindsight, I don't think that helped at all. And then the substitute after that, bringing Fabinho, definitely didn't help. Mm-hmm. Um, and even Darwin was really poor. Like, uh, I wanted Darwin to start the game. So when he came on, I was like quite excited. Here we go, we'll get a little bit of mayhem going. I don't know what he was doing. He just kept giving the ball away. And then when he did get one-on-one, he didn't look confident. Very strange performance from him. Yeah, why didn't he
0: start the game though? Let's talk no about idea. that. Like what what the fucking point was? Like we finally got those three fit so they in a in a position where they can start together. This seemed like the perfect time to to do that. So it was just it was disappointing and quite annoying to see that Darwin was on the bench again. Like do you have any insight into or reasoning for why that might be?
2: Um it must be the old red zone thing which is uh you know, I, I don't know what the parameters are for that, but that can only be that can only be it, right? The red zone thing. But um, you know, we, we're all going. Oh, he should have started, but he was actually not very really good when he came on, so maybe he shouldn't have started. Maybe really? I mean I before, just think yeah.
0: that's probably a symptom. I mean, coming off the bench in any game is is more difficult than than starting. Yeah, think, yeah,
2: I mean. yeah. It's fair. Yeah, I I, yeah, like I, I would have wanted him starting. I'm sure Brownie would have wanted him
1: starting too. Yeah, that was, uh, I mean, I was on yeah. the way home from kids football this morning and I heard the team and I was like, what's going on here? So I assumed he, he might not be on the bench and he's picked up a knock, but having looked at it, then no, he was fine to, to start. So I don't understand it. Like, same as you, Chris. He, he should have started, but <laughs> also agree with Gilles. When you actually see what he did when he came on, maybe mm-hmm. it was the right decision. I know it's a, a different context and you, you played totally differently when you started. You can only see really what's in far. front of you though,
2: can't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he didn't play well.
1: no. And the, the, the big problem there as well when you look at it, just the front three, and not in good form, is he? I mean, look at that one where he's gone through one-on-one. One. When things are going the way they are for us now, he needs to be putting that away. And it's such a tame yeah. finish, really, really tame. Gakpo's neat and tidy, he does some good things. Thought he had a good 15, 20-minute spell, second half, but he's not massively threatening. Doesn't look like he's going to score, does he? Yeah. Um, and then you've got Darwin who's like inconsistent in he. We, we know he, he can be of a threat and we know what he can do at his best, but we also know that he doesn't have that consistency yet. So mm-hmm. that front three is just so different to what we're used to. And that I mean there's loads of issues in the team, isn't it? It's not a simple case of pointing at that. We've already spoken about the midfield a lot this season. The team's just broken, isn't it? All over the place yeah. and we're just firefighting trying to get to some level of consistency. I mean, if you, if you follow
0: the club on social media, you'll you'll see that they're constantly posting those on this day videos and it's like highlights, loads of highlights, like, you know, great free, free-flowing attacking goals from the Klopp era. And I think this time last year, wasn't it, when we went to Goodison and won 4-0 and um, Mo nipped the ball off the defender's toes and ran through and just put it away and he was like absolute grease lightning going through. And they, I think they need to pack that in and stop showing us that stuff that's like so unbelievable and um and you know, cause it just makes you realise, Jules, what a fucking state we're in now and how we're nowhere near capable of doing that kind of thing at the moment.
2: Yeah, you're right. It's a massive tease I could we could do without it. It's uh, Brownie's right, the team is broken. The the style we played and the, the the style we wanted to play, we can't play that anymore. That's that's been obvious for a while. It's again it's it's kind of if you drop if you drop a vase on the floor or something like that and shatters, you can put it back together, but all the cracks are there still. They'll always be there unless you take it on the repair shop. Yeah, um, what a
0: show that is, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> I love that are,
2: show. I mean, might watch an episode just to, just to calm me down and like soothe me after this. <laughs> but uh, otherwise, the cracks will be showing, and that that's the team is just like all the cracks are everywhere at the moment. I'm I'm not even because sure, we started off months ago going, it's the midfield. It's not it, and it's not the midfield. It's everything now. Now it's even it's low confidence. Um, again, our attack in play is just a million miles away. Forget about the racing snakes and all that stuff. It doesn't even look competent half the time. It doesn't. We get to the final third and then we just like sling a ball in. All Everyone's making the wrong decision, which I, I, I would say is probably symptomatic of low confidence within the team, right? People are making the wrong decision because they second-guess themselves because we're shite. Um, but it's, just, it's not fun to watch. And I, I just... You know, if someone said, if someone said, tell you what, they can have tenth and take the rest of the season off. I'd go take the rest of the season off. Have tenth, and and we'll just come back next year, and we'll just walk walk back out of the door with our hands up going. Yep, yep. Sorry, we're just gonna, we're just gonna take this rest. We need to, we need to work this out. You know, and you, you see, things can turn around really quickly in football. Look at Arsenal; they bottled it out of the top four last year, and then now they're like shitting away with the league and. You know, look look massively confident. It can change very quickly. But when you're in the middle of these runs where you're not winning, where you can see the last minute goals, where you look like dog shit, it's really hard to see the wood for the trees. Now it's it's even harder for us as, as like as fans to see the wood for the trees because we you know we get a emot- we're far more emotive than the players or the manager. And well, I say far more emotive, different emotions. But you've got to hope that the the, the manager that the, the the recruitment staff can see. it a way out of this that may not involve these current players but they they've got their re- they've got to get their recruitment spot on in the summer and unfortunately i i get this feeling that if we don't spend like we spends the wrong way if we don't recruit players of quality in the summer there's going to be some really poisonous shit going around because how long can you tolerate not spending the money you know you can't have the 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 money league say we're third best for income and then go and then plop a press conference going we haven't got the money it's like hang on a second something's going wrong here and the team's going wrong and now you're saying there's there's no money so if we don't make if they haven't got those plans lined up for the summer and usually the club in the past has been quite good like even i suppose even in this window they signed Gakpo before the window had opened it was done. And that should be the indicator there's probably no other deals coming in, right? When the deal is done straight away at the start of the window. It's like, that one was done. They've already got their ducks in a row. So if they haven't got their ducks in a row for the summer, they, they ought to get it sorted now um, because this major work needs doing on this. Because whilst we are standing still or getting worse, other teams are getting better. There's no way that Newcastle are... Look at Arsenal, they're trying to sign Casido for like... I don't know, 200 billion or something, whatever it is. While everyone else stands, we no one else is standing still. No one else is going to stand still. That's why, like, when we've had these debates in the past, like, and and the club have got well, COVID, COVID didn't affect everybody else. Everyone else was still spending money. It was just us standing around with, i'm you know, taking our inside of our pockets, pulling them out, going, COVID can't do anything. It's everyone carried on spending, and we were like, "No, COVID can't do it. We've got no money." And now look where we are: the aging team, getting beaten easily, and now losing an injury time to Brighton. And no one's surprised, yeah. are they? Who's surprised?
0: Not surprised. Not surprised. I think it's like to use a metaphor from my own life. It's kind of like you have to strike while the iron's hot, don't you? Like I am denied about like buying a house here in Florida. And waited and doubted and oh god, am I going to be stuck here? And and now like five years on, I'm forty and I'm and the market's gone insane. I'm completely priced out of it. Well, loads of people around me are like settled and homeowners and have like a, like a strong foundation in play for to move forward with. And here I am, just fucking still renting and everybody's moving past me. But that's neither here nor there. Um, Brownie, that was quite a sort of a damning assessment from Jules. He says the team's broken. Is that something that you'd go along with? Because Yeah,
1: I think I, I said, yeah. it yeah, <laughs> said it first. Yeah, yeah Barry said it first, yeah. It is broken. It, it, there's no denying that. Going back to what Jules said before about the vases, by the way. We just need to fucking buy some new ones, don't we? Don't be gluing them back together again. <laughs> Carry on buy playing. We'll be ones. playing the
2: FA vase.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Um I agree with what Jules said about that. I think overall, Jules' stance, I agree with a lot of it. I think I, I do feel a little bit, some of it's a bit harsh in the sense that I definitely saw some glimpses in that game there. Like, I felt like we were in control of the game, second half. The reason why it hurts for me, and it's a lot more painful than the league game, is because I felt like it was there for us to win. That league game, by the end of it, I was just laughing my head off. It was ridiculous. We couldn't do anything basic, right, could we? But today, I felt like we could win that game. I I was expecting us midway through second half to go on and win it. So that's why it's painful. Um, I mean, the stuff about the racing snakes as well, yeah, that, that it doesn't help when you've got that Matoman as well looking bossy. He, he just reminded me of Sadio all day. The, like the bit on Trent second half where he just slowed him down mm-hmm. and then just burst past him. I don't know whether that came into part of why he got hooked. Trent, he didn't look happy when he went off either, did he? Um, but no, Matoman no. was just reminding me of Sadio all day and I was just wanting to stop thinking about it. But I couldn't help it because it's just, it, it's just like shows you what you used to have and now what you do have. Um, it's completely different, isn't it? And it's a little bit unfair of us I suppose to expect a like Sagpo and Nunes to be to be you know, doing what the, the previous lads did, but that's what you've got to expect, haven't you? We bring these players in, and they've got to be as good as the ones who did replace. Otherwise, you go backwards. It's it's not right. particularly complex. It's simple, um, and that's not a judgment on these lads. But it feels like we've gone back to like five, six, seven years ago, where we had players in the squad who were capable of putting in good performances, and we'd all be sitting there saying, "Oh no, I think he's a good player." But then they would put in two or three bad ones in 10 and you'd be like, yeah, but we'll forget about that. We'll just think about the seven good ones. You can't do that. If you want to hit the heights of where we have been and you want to win trophies, you have to have consistency. Um, um, That's just what we're we're trying to get. And we haven't got it, have we? uh, I just don't know. I feel muddled about it all because I, I did see the positives. I'm not going to be blind to it. I saw bits I liked, but you lose the game, you get knocked out the FA Cup. There's nothing to like about that.
0: Yeah. I mean, let's let's sort of talk through the game a little bit now. Then, uh, Jules, we we did start quite well. There was a, a great forward break from to, um put Mo through, and it was it was cleared off the line by Richard Dunk. Uh, not Richard Dunk. What's his name? Lewis Dunk. Dunk. I made that mistake last time we talked about. You it, did, right? yeah, because Richard. Dunk. I went, yeah, I went to school with a lad called Richard Dunk. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, you know, uh, but then there was one cleared off the line at the other end. Um, from Trent and it, it was sort of end to end stuff early on there was all that talk about us being more compact and it didn't really look that way at all um, and Mo had the great one on the, the great opportunity from the one on one from a brilliant ball through from Elliot and um, has, that was a terrible finish we've already talked about that but the goal itself came after half an hour um, just a, a, a familiar counter attack from us um, Mo picks out Elliot and a nice cool finish Jules and, and we're 1-0
2: yeah and that, that's what becomes frustrating when you see that muscle memory sometimes from certain players that of goals and and setups and situations that we would we were so good at manifesting and, and uh, you think oh, this is where maybe brownies you could see the the green the, not the green shoots but like the positives you can see that and you go oh maybe 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 there's something in it uh, it was a nice goal um please for Elliot. Like, it's difficult for him in, the, in, the, in on the left of that front three sometimes, I think. But he he, he was very good. It was a good goal. Um, but you don't capitalize on it. That's the problem, right? Like, we talk... Again, if you want a, sim- a symptom of what's wrong with the team, it will be Fabinho's cameo where he, he came on, almost murdered someone and then didn't get convicted. And then it's it's Mo going, going clean through and not, and not putting that away. Even someone who, over the past five years has displayed supreme confidence in his ability and his price and his value like like Mo that's that's a player who's not fully on it who's not fully confident who's maybe thinking that I don't get many chances that I used to and it's now snatching at the chances and second guessing it when, and letting the instinct take over because there's no other well the other explanation is he's fallen off the same cliff as Fabinho in form but I don't think that's the case with Mo I, I think it's He's symptomatic of the team, and those two incidents, are, are could sum up the team this season. Um, and but when you take that lead, you've got to build on that. Like that's, we could talk all we want about keeping clean sheets for confidence, also scoring some goals and building on leads and solidifying your position. Also breeds confidence, and we're not able to do that right now. It's all very tentative.
1: You can do without like conceding an equalizer from a massive deflection, though, can't you? When things aren't going pretty really well, there's but, nothing you can do But this do is about where that. building
2: up the second goal, like this is where building up leads comes from, right? You've got yeah. that little bit of of leeway, of grace period that they they score a goal which is an absolute fluke. I say an absolute fluke, like he was shooting at goal, so you know the goal, the ball was heading in the direction it was meant to be. It just hit somebody, but again, it takes a massive deflection, wrong foot Allison, and goes in, and that is really, really, you know unfortunate but if you if you can put another you know scotty 2-0 up you've got that little bit of grace period to get yourselves back together at 1-1 the game's wide open again it's anybody's game
0: mhm no you're right i hadn't really thought about it from that perspective that here i am bemoaning the the bad luck of conceding the equaliser from the deflection but we had like two or three really good chances in that first half before we scored if we take one of them it's it's a different story and it's like shit it's just a minor setback rather than okay well now we're level and we have to start all over again but yeah
2: and that's um, going to affect i'm sorry and that's got to affect the players they they all know that you know they they are the team they are the pro they are the actual eye of the storm and it must affect confidence when that happens, too, like you've played okay, you've gone, you know, the, uh, somewhere you've got battered a few weeks ago. You've gone away. You've played all right. You've taken the lead. Your your hard work's being rewarded, and then some. A goal like that happens, and and as you say, you're back down the snake, at square one.
0: Well we're on the subject of Lewis Dunk, can I just say fuck Lewis Dunk? Right, I've got like a really irrational hatred of him, mainly because I always get his name wrong when I do the podcast, but. <laughs> That goal that he scored from the free kick when Adrian was lining up the wall, the other yeah. the other year. Do you remember that one? Um, win the winning year. Yeah, the goal he scored today, um, complete fluke. The, the, he cleared one off the line. He pulled Gakpo down when he was running through, and I thought that was you know an incredibly promising situation. It feels like a yellow card is too lenient in those circumstances sometimes because you're going to take that all day long and that fucking free kick where he thought where he thinks he's ronaldo like what's he doing there <laughs> anyway fuck lewis Dunk. that's my uh, <laughs> soapbox for the day um so i guess bravely we go in at half time it's 1-1 and we as you said earlier we we came out in the second half and it seemed like we we were the stronger of the two teams and in a position to to build on it and 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 go on and win the game
1: yeah i thought we were in control second half maybe the first 5 or 10 minutes w- wasn't wasn't great, but yeah, the the kind of middle section of the second half, I just I honestly felt like a goal was coming for us. It was just a matter of time. Um, but without wanting to repeat myself, I just don't think the substitutions helped at all. Now I don't know whether they were pre-planned or whether it was a reaction to what was going on on the pitch. The Trent one seemed like it was more of a reaction because that Matoma was giving him a hard time. Um, but I just, I don't know. I'd like to know. I'd, I'd love to know whether the you know we it's kind of. Pre planned before the game that we're going to make a change on X minute because of whatever yeah. reason, or whether we just because it again, I, I'm going to sound like a bit of a prick about the Tiago one because I was like he was doing my head in and I was quite happy to see the back of him, but in hindsight, that didn't help. Um, and then we got killed obviously with the substitutions that came later on, it just fizzled out, didn't it? So that yeah. good spell that we had, we didn't it's not like we created loads of chances, it was just that we had more control, we were winning the ball back quickly. Uh, we were getting up to the edge of the box, but obviously the lack of confidence and and also the issue we've got with the personnel up there, you could see that and that was sticking out like a sore thumb. It's just a shame because like that one you're talking about with Gakpo, where he where he's skinned dunk and he's running away from him, and it's, it's obviously a clever foul. You take the yellow card, wouldn't you, in that situation? Mm-hmm. That just it just felt like we need to score in these next five or ten minutes here. We need to score um, whilst we're on top, and when when you don't do that and your confidence is fragile, it just takes one moment, doesn't it? And that's the story of the game, I think. is the big moments. We've already spoken about MoMIS and the 1v1. Um, and then, obviously, the big moments at the end of the game for them to win it. It just, it just feels like those moments when you're in this run and you're in this rut, they just don't go for you. Um, mm-hmm. It's just incredibly frustrating. <laughs>
0: You can subscribe to the Liverpool Way podcast on all the major platforms. Whether it's Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon or Podbean, just search for the Liverpool Way, leave us a review and hit subscribe to automatically receive all new episodes. You can also head to liverpoolway.co.uk and grab a TLW season ticket for just £3 a month. There's tons of exclusive content including match reports from every Liverpool game, weekly Premier League roundups, the TLW diary and access to the members only forum. Lastly, you can follow us on social media at the Liverpool Way on Twitter and at the Liverpool Way TLW on Instagram and Facebook. Jules, what did you make of the subs? Because I commented to you that I was a little bit baffled by all three of them really. I thought that Trent was I didn't think he had too bad a game defensively. That Matoma's skinning everybody at the moment, so it's not a Trent problem. It's just the fact that he's really fucking good and in like the hottest run-of-form imaginable. I think he's got like four goals in six games now, or something, as well to go with it. Um, I thought Harvey was possibly our best player until he went off, and Cater um, Cater was probably the pick of our midfielders. And Bacetic was hampered by that early yellow card. I thought his influence really, really waned after that. Like he he obviously couldn't put any tackles in, and he was getting bypassed a little bit. Um, so I was I was kind of baffled by all three of them. Really, what did you think?
2: Um... The Trent one, I had no problem with and I thought Milner was good when he came on, so that's fine by me. Um, Elliot, I wanted to see Nunez on, so I was fine with that. Um, what was the other one? Bacchetti. No, there was Yeah,
0: I no uh,
2: yeah, wouldn't have made that one.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: wouldn't have made that one. Um, for Fabinho. I, 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 I'm I, a bit more high on how Bacchetti played post-yellow card than you. I thought he was absolutely fine. I didn't see any need to, to sub him. <laughs> and... <laughs> Side with Fabinho <laughs> coming on with with his uh, with his axe and just chopping down the lumber everywhere. Like, would prove that was right. But uh, I I wouldn't have made that change either. Um, again, I, I don't know. Like I don't know what goes on with the club's medical. I we have had in the past. There have definitely been pre-planned subs made in the past, based on fitness and and how many minutes the medical department think these players can do. Um, so I imagine there is an element of that in there. I don't. Certainly, the last two, Fabinho and Jones, didn't help the rhythm of the team at all. That's no knock on Jones. It's a knock on Fabinho, but it's not a knock on Jones because I think he was very late on at that point. It's very difficult to do anything. But uh, no, I, I I I thought that uh, I thought Trent was okay too, but I thought Miller was was really good when he came on. credit some good situations. Um, did what we needed him to do.
1: Matoma was Nunes. less of a threat as well, though. Once. Um... Millie came on. Yeah, he wasn't no, as much fair. of a threat. He was still I, he still played well, but Millie shut him down more than Trent did. So I don't have a problem with that substitution. Uh, yeah. That one made sense.
2: Yeah, and, and Nunez, he never got into the game really, did he? So again, in hindsight, it's a sub I have made, but in hindsight, you could have argued that it was the wrong sub. But that's hindsight. I think it was the right for, for my money that was the right sub at that time. But he just didn't really get into the game very much, Nunez.
1: I'd like to have seen him go central, to be honest. Gakpo on the left. I don't know what you boys think about mm-hmm. what Gakpo is. I know there's a lot of talk about him being central player. I'm not sure I see that. Do you um, know what?
2: I've got I've, I make a lot of jokes about Gakpo. I'll say this. He looks like, when you look at him, he looks like a computer-created character <laughs> for a generic football team. Looks a nice fella. He's got no distinguishing features. He just looks nice. He looks like a non-playable character. That's what he looks like, and that's how he plays. Sometimes I <laughs> thought he actually, I, I thought he actually was quite. I thought he he, he had a couple of um, good good touches. Linked up the play quite well with Mo today. Little little stuff that you started to think, oh, okay. But again, that isn't a complete front three, right? Nunez has to be starting. They, they, you know, you need to start them to thread the thread the needle on this between all of them. Otherwise, by the time Gak pulls up to speed, as Dave said, Diaz and Yota. Uh, we'll be back and um and, and Firmino so it'll be it'll be irrelevant. Like why would why have we bought him if we he's not helping us right now. He's not really he's not he's not bringing it up to the table. Not entirely his fault. I he did make a he did run away from Dunk though. He was like phew, away from Dunk and and Paul mentioned in the chat looked faster and I thought, well yeah he was running away from Lewis Dunk, of course he looked faster. <laughs> I
1: reckon Dave oh. might have run away from Lewis Dunk to be honest. What about Richard Dunk though? Would he run away from him? <laughs>
0: I never, I definitely, I never saw Richard run. He wasn't the most athletic of lads, yeah. uh, that's for sure. Yeah. So, um, okay. But for me, Gakpo, like with the ball, he looks fine. He looks neat and tidy. Um, doesn't give it away very often. But also, he doesn't look like he's gonna run past a bunch of players or, or you know unleash this incredible shot from outside the box or whatever. But without the ball, you just wouldn't know he's on the field. And he, for me. Brown, he doesn't seem like a clock player in in that respect like he's almost invisible when when we don't have the ball and when when he doesn't
1: have the ball. Yeah, I think he works hard, doesn't he? And he's try he's almost trying to do like a similar role to what Bobby does but nobody can do it like Bobby can. they? Do you think he works hard him? though? Cuz when I, I look he... at
0: him, I just see him like just ambling about. I don't see him like, you know, Running around and putting tackles in and putting pressure on the defenders or anything,
1: I think that might be more of a f- physicality limitation now rather than actual work rate, if you know what I mean. I think he's doing what he is capable of doing in terms of trying to get the ball back, but he doesn't necessarily read the game as well as Bobby does. Um, mm-hmm. so he'll try to get there, but he's always, he's often late getting there. Um, Again, I'd, I, I'm not sure about where, the, where he plays. That, that's the concern I've got about him. What's his position? I would have liked Darwin to have gone central um, and move him to the left and have a little look at that. I just think Darwin's a bit wasted on the left at times. He, he, obviously, he can play there and he can have an impact. We, we've already seen that. But I want to see him through the middle. Um, yeah, that's what I'd have liked to see hmm Jules?
2: Yeah, yeah I gotta, I'll keep that one short. Yeah, I agree with Brownie i <laughs> nothing to add. Nothing to add on that one. Like, let's let's move on. <laughs> Good stuff.
0: All right. Well, after the subs, uh, it was very much sort of and um, on top. After that, I thought we had the amazing save from Allison, where it bounced back and hit March in the face and goes wide. Bit of a lucky escape there. Um, and then we had Sleepy Joe passing it straight to Ferguson, and then Kanate came to his rescue with the incredible block to put it out for a corner, and then. The last sort of 10 minutes, it seemed that they were, I was looking at the clock and thinking, right, we've got 10 minutes to try and go and win this game. And before I looked to get, you know, again, the time was almost up because we had the lengthy injury to Ferguson. I think there was another injury as well, some subs. And then Brighton have got this corner and, um, you know, sure enough, when it's not going for you, (laughs) the ball ends up in the back of the net. And when it is going for you, you you know, you you force the issue and um, you end
1: up winning the game. It was a free kick, wasn't it, I think, what the goal came was from? Was it? I, th- I think so. I, m- I might be wrong, but I thought they had a bit of a deeper free kick and then they had uh, the-, the lad was just completely unmarked on the back post. I don't know what we were doing. I'd like to see a replay of it. But it looked like he was unmarked, so once the ball went over to him, suddenly we all then scrambled across that way, which created an overload on the back post. Uh, and- but he took it really well, hasn't he? I mean, I-, I watch it back and the defending, yeah, all right, it's not brilliant. But yeah, it was a free d-
2: kick after Robbo's foul, it was.
1: Yeah, yeah, I thought it was one of them ones, you know, where you'll float it back post. But we would we, we just let that estipenia and just wander into the space and we're just like, yeah, go on, lad, you can you can have that ball, no problem. And then, as I say, once I, once we've noticed that it's going over and he's unmarked, it's then you're in scramble mode and then if they win that first ball, you've got to hope that you get that second one and we didn't. It landed at the lad's feet, but I have to say, he's just took it really well, hasn't he? He's bossing, by the way. Mm-hmm. I don't want to keep yeah. going on about him, but how good is he? Like, where the hell have they plucked him like from? Unbelievable.
0: Yeah, I saw on. Com- I think Clive Tilty said on comedy commentary that he hadn't played like a senior game in Europe until like a year and a half ago or something. And he didn't turn pro till he was twenty one. It's like great
1: signing for them. But I think we need a, We need to start doing a little bit of that now. Like we we used games. to be good at stuff like that, didn't we? I was just right. I was just going to say the same thing. Like you'd like to think our scouts would have been all over something like that.
0: But no. But anyway, we we have come on straight after after the podcast, so we don't uh, after the game, so we don't really know what Jurgen said or anything. We we don't really have anything to to say based on his reaction or the or the reaction after the game from any of the players. Um, but I feel like this one's going to take a little bit of getting over. And come coming into training on Monday, they probably won't there probably won't be that sense of after the Brighton game last time out where it was like right we need to get our shit together. Everyone's just going to be on such a diner. I think after this, Jules.
2: Yeah, I think you're probably right. Um, although I'm sure by, you talk about the club social media, I'm sure by like Wednesday they'll be putting out training photos of them all smiling and stuff in training. Like, well, right. it's all forgotten. That pisses me no. off too. Yeah, I, it, it's, it's unfair, right? Because why shouldn't you like enjoy it? But when you're training, it's so your work. And if you can enjoy your work, but it is difficult to take. They're going to have to get over it. They're going to have to move on because, it, the, again, I, I said this months ago, there's going to be more of this. We've got, we're away at Wolves next week. Again, we seem to play them loads of times recently, and then after that we've got we've got the derby. So there's no there's no respite for it. This is like slogging through mud. You're not going to suddenly just get out of it. And I, I, it's going to be like this all the way till the end of the season. <laughs> and they're going to have to. They paid well. They're going to have to show the mental fortitude to get to get to get on with it after this. Um, it's up to Klopp to to pick them up and get on with it after this. But Again, I I, d- I don't think we'll see anything really different. I, look, <clears throat> the less games the better at this point. It's, I'm gonna look. Let's look at the. I'm gonna to look at the positive. I'd love to, I, the FA Cup was our best chance of winning the trophy, and we it's 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 really upsetting that we're not in it. But on the other hand, there's there's less mileage being put in these players to every game we don't play now. At this point, there's going to be loads of people that disagree with us, and that's absolutely fine. But at this point, I, I'm more of a point, we might as well just finish 10th. There's, there's no point in having European football next year either. Let's just try our very, very best to, to put something back together and get on a run next year because this year's done.
0: you agree with that, Bernie?
1: Uh, I think I said last week or the week before that it's pretty much a write-off this season. Um, so don't necessarily disagree. But I would like us to get some momentum now. I take mm-hmm. Jules's point, And the point earlier about Arsenal a good one. It's not like they had momentum at the back end of last year, is it? I think you know, it's been proven that you can fall off a cliff but and then come back the next season. So the, the, nothing's off the table in terms of that. But I just want to see something from us. Um, just some signs of us getting back. Obviously, we're going to get some players back and that's going to help, isn't it? I don't know when Jota's back and Diaz and whatnot. That's hopefully going to... Gonna help. It's obviously gonna be too little, too late for this season. Um, I think he said Verge, getting...
0: Bobby, and Jota uh, like will be available to play within like a week or so. I think like in in his press conference on Friday.
1: All right, okay, that's better I than think I the, thought. Then
0: those three, those three are close, and um, there was no word on Diaz though. But I think we might have them. What for whatever the game is after the derby, We'd pro- we'll probably have them for that. Maybe for Real Madrid.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just don't see how we do anything against Real Madrid in the state we're in at the moment. But looking at the derby, we need to we need to get a positive result next week. I don't want to be going into the derby, and I know you get all the cliches, you know, phone book goes out the window and all that, but it's not fucking true. We need to go into the derby with a bit of momentum, so we've got to win next week. Win well. Um, go into that game (laughs) because we're we're getting into the realms now aren't we where we're picking and choosing little individual games and oh that'll make me happy if we win that game rather than Mm -hmm. looking at the bigger picture and winning trophies and everything it's just mad to go from one extreme to the other in such a short space of time really really annoying
0: you're definitely right about the that form book going out the window thing in the derby because they've won one in a like <laughs> how long, and that was when we were in that absolute state a couple of years ago and we lost six home games in a row. Yeah, that's the only one they've won, so uh, so yeah, definitely. be looking for that not. new manager um,
1: bounce as well. Oh, they'll have die to open it, they'll yeah. be all on the edge of the box, yeah. like knowing exactly yeah. what they need to do to nullify a, a team. Who Luckily, any confidence, yeah, can't wait. Luckily, our set
2: pieces have been superb, you know, defending their pieces <laughs> recently, so Dyche is going to get nothing from that is he? Yeah. It's going to be fine
0: <laughs> Jules, I just want to go back to your point about writing off this season, and you know, I don't entirely disagree with you, but I, I, I think in terms of the summer it's important that we show something between now and then, like, you'd hope that whatever business we're doing is, is lined up and you know, gentlemen's agreements or whatever but like, a player's going to want to the, the, the caliber of player we want to attract and I want to come and sign for a team that finishes in 10th place with no European football like... well they
2: were signing for United when they were doing it so I think it, I, I don't think, you either want look you either you think it's a drop off and we'll, we'll get back up there or you don't so it's it's whether they think like that Klopp's are spent, then you're saying that Klopp's are spent for us not the team that Klopp can't reinvigorate the team um, for next year and I think I, I think and then Klopp will give it the old you know Goetze thing if he doesn't want to play for us without the Champions League then we don't want him playing for us anyway um, it, and you know with regards to writing off the season look if we finish in the European spots great you know it's it's not the end of the world but I think I think we just need an absolute like head clear in season we're not going to make the Champions League at this rate we we need uh, we need to just I, you know I'd even go as far as there. If if we get to March and there's a couple of players that aren't like fully fit, I'd shut them down for the season, not play. Just get them fit again, like we did with Matip, the mm-hmm. uh, the season before last, when we you know we got into the Champions League. Let's not forget because Allison scored a header away at West Brom. <laughs> you know that was a key moment to get into the Champions League. That's how bad we were that season. We needed Allison scoring goals for us. Um, <laughs> You know, it, yeah, it's, that was
1: explainable though, wasn't it? That that's the, the worst thing about this season is that that one was explainable. It's, this almost isn't. Yeah, there's reasons and there's different things that we can point at. But we're clutching at straws a bit, aren't we, as a fan base? Yeah, you, uh, you, no you, can't,
2: you could pinpoint the problem that season. You can't yeah. pinpoint the problem. And we're not confident that the coaching staff can pinpoint the problem at the moment yeah. either. That that's, That is the worry, yeah. Um, I think if we <coughs> can
0: get... Like if we can get ourselves into like fifth and sixth or whatever, and just qualify for the Europa League, go and go, just go and win that like next season and complete the, the complete the set. Like we'll have won everything under Klopp. Then like it would be a it would be a good way to reannounce our like the second coming of this team, right? Or the, the new team <laughs> get in the Europa League, thirty night away at some fucking Greek team in the arse end of nowhere, go and win that competition, and then build from there again but I'm definitely
1: clutching at straws there thanks for that thought by the way I've just been sick in my own mouth (laughs) back to Thursday night football I can't can't be doing with that fucking five hour round journey on the Thursday night oh god
0: you remember that I just remember like in the 90s or whatever we'd qualify for the for the UEFA Cup as it was then and and teams in the Champions League would come to Anfield and sing Thursday night Channel (laughs) Channel (laughs) 5 yeah (laughs) It's, like, embarrassing, man. Ugh. Never no, mind, eh? All right, but I, de- I definitely don't think we should write the season off. And I know you're upset about all the games you're going to have to go to between now and the end of the season. <laughs> forced, to her.
1: <laughs> forced to watch it. Forced to watch it. There'll
2: be people listening. There'll be listening some takers
1: for your uh, ticket there, Jules. No, I can't, though, the around. way the
2: club have done it now. You can't give your ticket away. You get You get penalised for giving your ticket away, so I can't do that. I have to go. <laughs> I'm forced to go. I lose my credits. It's the thing. You should just do like
0: for... a, like, a, like a protest. You should scan your, you should scan your membership, and then just not go into the stadium. Stand well, outside. Stand on the top ta- with your arms folded.
2: I was talking like <laughs> Dave. Dave was like, when Nunez isn't playing, he doesn't want to go in anymore. Like as soon as he sees the team sheet, and Nunez isn't playing, he says, just scan and then not go in. It's just because Nunez hasn't started. But, <laughs> I, I can't. I just. It's just like a, it's like a maelstrom, right? I can't, I just can't see the way out, and I can't see. I get no enjoyment from seeing the team like this, from seeing Klopp like this, from seeing the players like this. See, it's quite dispiriting. Like they, they give, they give so much last season, and just be so poor, <laughs> just so struggling this season. It's really, it's really depressing and sad to see them like this. Just want it to be over, wanted to be over. It's not even February.
0: I think we finally like, we got the acknowledgement, didn't we, from Tiago? He came out the other week and he said kind of what I've been saying since the very start of the season that it, it's a, it's a psychological hangover that's making itself known through <laughs> physical mistakes and physical um, fatigue and stuff like that. So we we know what they're going through, uh, and we, I guess we've just kind of got to go through them with it a little bit at the moment. It, as much as we can, as much as we can be annoyed, we can also empathise because we're feeling the same way after going so close and everything last season and I know it's a cliche but it's got to kind of stick together a little bit and try and weather this storm and hopefully come out of it on the other side like contending again next season uh, and I'm I'm definitely keen to to finish the season as strongly as we can um, we're not going to win any trophies now obviously but finish the season as strongly as we can and just give us some hope going because it's a long old summer isn't it when when you've been shit like you just want to be looking forward to the football again and raring to go come August. So hopefully um, we can we can do that. Wolves away um, next Saturday. That's another reason why it feels so shitty at the moment because we're 3 stuck PM in Santas. this kind of groundhog day, isn't it? Like Brighton Wolves, Wolves Brighton Wolves has been also, a part of the only thing.
2: <laughs> you're gonna see more three pm Saturday games as we don't get on the telly because <laughs> right. we're not relevant. Yeah. That's even worse. No longer relevant to be on the telly.
1: No, I like the Saturday 3 o'clock. So I'm all no, for that. No, I do, but like I, it, no, don't it's like not a like reason it. why it's up. Yeah, that's the problem. Isn't it? Like
2: I like them as well. It's it's the perfect. It's the best. Guess what? It's been 100 years. It's the perfect time to play football. But yeah. in terms of your relevance, if you're playing a lot of 3 p.m. Saturday games, that means you're not very relevant. Yeah,
0: it's Everton, basically, and it will be last on. No, Ever- the Everton will be on it.
2: because they'll be in relegation, bother. They are. They've yeah. got some... They've There's something some at stake. This will be like that season we played... That one season where us we were crap and United were crap and we played them at three pm on a Saturday it wasn't on telly. That was around two thousand four, I think. I think we beat them one nil. Murphy scored. That's that's <laughs> irrelevance when that game doesn't go on the telly.
0: <laughs> hey, we've got we've got a Liverpool Everton telly game to look forward to on a Monday night. So uh, yes, yeah,
1: I'm gonna um, get unspeakably drunk for that game <laughs> just to cover all bases. For, I'm gonna have What to. do you mean
0: for that game? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it's,
1: uh, you know I, I don't drink these days mate total. And coffee yeah, today uh, alright mate
0: yeah alright um, yeah so that seems like a good place to leave it um, anything else you guys want to add before we wrap it up
2: don't judge us just this is straight after the game we're pissed off <laughs> that's fair enough I if you any. do judge us you try doing it straight after the
1: game <laughs> yeah no I've got nothing else to say I'm just going to go and jump out the window so nice knowing you boys <laughs> okay yeah it's been lives it's in been a bungalow
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right okay uh well thanks for listening it's obviously not an easy listen with us moaning bastards coming to you straight after the game um hopefully there's a little bit more joy in our voices when we come to you after the wolves game next weekend uh hopefully dave is feeling better by then as well get well soon mate but until then we'll catch you soon